Welcome in. Good morning. I am Jamie Lynch in with you for the Fanatic at 5. In with me today is Pat Egan. As the fellas are down at the Tropicana in Atlantic City today. As it is a football Friday. And the Philadelphia Eagles are getting prepared to take on the Indianapolis Colts as six and a half point home favorites on Sunday. And uh, Pat, there's there's somebody coming back from injury. Um, Chance Warmack's going to be on the. Uh, he's going to be available okay. for duty. I'm looking forward to so seeing that's, him. That's pretty exciting. He's good in the run block. Yeah. So anybody else? People are pretty hyped for Chance this weekend. How could you not be? The former top ten pick. Great, great name, Chance Warmack. That's fun to say. I mean, he's he's forever going to be remembered as a Super Bowl winner. There's like one other guy though. I think that's coming back. That's a big, <laughs> a big deal. Chance, you know, helped get you home field in the playoffs to lead you to the Super Bowl. You know, you're all chanced up. <laughs> uh, yes, but obviously Carson Wentz is returning this weekend. Uh, I was able to speak to Jalen Mills last night on the Player Show, and and he said he looks great. He he's blown away by how good he looks. I you know Lane Johnson and some of these guys are out there saying his arm actually looks stronger. Jalen backed that up. You know, I I said, Jalen, what's he what's he look like? You're obviously a guy that's on the uh, you know preventative receiving end of of his passes, and he was just he was raving. He was just like, man, I don't know what he did, but he looks good, like better. And it's it's sometimes we forget that Carson Wentz, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, I'll lump all those guys. Reese Hoskins, I think, belongs in that breath. Aaron Nola may not be able to get better because he was damn near as good as it gets this year. But a lot of our youth in town, you know, Nolan Patrick, if you want to throw him in, they all have room to grow. <laughs> like, sometimes I think we we forget that they're so young and, and so new to their respective leagues. And, like, they're already so good so quick. These guys are going to get better. And I think once Wentz is 100% healthy... You can put him in that discussion, too, which is crazy. Yeah, and they want to get better. Whereas I think a lot of us have that that bad taste in our mouth from Andrew Bynum, where it was so <laughs> obvious that that guy just had no interest whatsoever. What are you talking about, man? He's, he's making a comeback. The fa- and you know what? The sad part is that some NBA GM will give him a job. He, he got a tryout, I think, with the Lakers or something. So apparently what the deal is, the Lakers will open up their gym to anybody who's played for the Lakers. So like Adam Morrison could go in there and use their gym. So he's got the ability to use their gym. I don't know if they're ben actually Simmons work is using out. that gym. Everybody uses that gym, it appears. Yeah, it's, it's you know. The Lakers prostitute their gym out a little too much. It's like my ex-wife, you know what I mean? Everyone's been there. <laughs> but the fact that somebody will give him a job is sad. But but that, that whole season, it was like, dude, why don't you want to get on the court? You know, we have this mindset in Philadelphia of you should strive to get better and you should want to get back out there. And this kid lacked killer instinct. And I think for a lot of people, we'll have to a bad taste in our mouths that when you have a guy like Carson Wentz who, who just works so hard to get back on the field, it's still a breath of fresh air because, once again, that that whole Bynum season, while it's a long time ago, it's not that long ago. No, it's re- it's really not. What was that, 20... 2012? I was going to say 13? 11, 12. Yeah, but I, I mean, from reports, Isn't he really... crazy how he, far we've come? Like, he, everybody thinks the process is a nine-year thing. It's like, it's not that long. No, it's not. It just, you know, look, when it's you've feel. got Adonis Thomas long. and uh, Furkan Aldemir... And uh, it feels, I was say, don't you dare bring Hollis Thompson into this. Uh, yeah, he, he was by far the worst player. Hollis? Yeah, for me. 
Uh, Until was, they got rid of Hollis Thompson, I thought they couldn't they couldn't fully move away from the process. Uh, there was probably worse, but there he's, probably he's up, was. He's up there, but in, but in terms of, I, I have never seen a guy have a worse like. I've never seen a guy have a four year NBA career and be worse than Hollis Thompson. Well, to bring this for, full circle, I would say that Carson Wentz is the um, complete opposite of Hollis Thompson in football form. Yeah, he's he's got talent. Yeah, he's good, and he's really good, and he and he busted his ass, and he and he's returning on Sunday. And I, you know, I asked Jalen last night. I said, "Hey, have they announced who's coming out of the tunnel to start the game yet?" I go, "The defense getting the call this weekend?" Kind of like joking around. He goes, "Yeah, we haven't been told, but I don't think so, man." <laughs> no, was, can you? I mean, that that place can erupt. <laughs> yeah, when it's gonna, loving it's back. It's gonna go nuts, and and I think the best thing about it is it's gonna reopen up the offensive playbook. You know, I think they was severely limited the first two games. I've been underwhelmed by some of the play calling. I'm sure you have. I'm yeah, sure it's been bad. Everybody has. It's and been it's been safe. I, the yeah, word well, I yeah, I think neutered is the is the word. Yeah, I, I mean, if you need, I, I was tweeting about this and doing doing in game like breakdown during the game, but it, it seemed like the last game, if you needed six yards, Nick Foles would throw for three. Yeah. And if you needed three yards, there here's a one yard out route. Well, you kind of saw it last night. I was watching the Browns Jets game, and indecisive indecisiveness as a quarterback is worse than a raggy arm. Because if you're indecisive for a second in this league, no, it's over. You're toast. Yeah, you don't have over. a chance. And and you saw the Browns come to life as soon as Mayfield came in. He basically led them on a, a what should have been a field goal scoring drive before the half. But you saw him, no fear, whipping it in, just like... Yeah, the reason why he was the number one overall pick. And, and, you know, Carson obviously has those attributes, but when you go from a guy that's indecisive in Tarad and and Nick Foles, and I'm not saying Nick Foles is always like this because Nick Foles clearly has been great many times before, but and he's definitely better than Tarad Taylor, but what I'm saying is, you know, the indecisiveness kills an offense. Yeah, look, the fact is you don't know what you're getting in Nick Foles. You you don't you, no. You're, he's you're the most getting high 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 or low low. Yeah, you're either getting bad or you're getting really great, and it's pretty obvious early on which Nick Foles you're getting. Yeah, whereas, you usually can tell by the pocket presence and the, yeah. and the happy feet. Whereas Carson Wentz, you know exactly what you're getting. He was pretty much the exact same, and I would you'll pretty much take Carson Wentz's worst game over a lot of starting quarterbacks' best game in this league. Um, I'd say half the league's best games because half the league are just they're awful quarterbacks. And that just speaks volumes to the kind of quarterback that Carson Wentz is, where his his bad game is still a pretty damn good game. Yeah, you know he he has the ability. I mean, we saw it that. I mean, what, was, what was his worst game? Maybe the Seattle last year. Seattle probably. Yeah, and I mean, he Kansas made City a, maybe. Yeah, but Seattle, probably Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, and he made a a highlight reel throw um, to Nelson Aguilar on like a forty five yard scramble that might have been up there for play of the week. And Kansas City game, you know, the team was led back and had a chance in it late. Yeah, I think so, it, it was so yeah, either, two stinkers that we thought of were were both they were both in the game each time. I I, I apologize to to whoever it was, but one of the guys yesterday on on the morning show said that um, with with Carson, you're you're just never out of it. No, you're not. You like every single game, there was never a blowout. And last Sunday, you were out of it. You were out of it pretty quick. Um, yeah, eleven seconds in. I, I had to I had to Venmo the guy that I bet in the third quarter because at that point it was like there's no point. There's not yeah, there's there's, there's no point. They're not gonna come back, they're not gonna win this game, so I might as well pay up. And with Carson Wentz doing, you know, on under center, you don't have to do that because he's just that good. And we saw that from 
literally from day one when he played the Browns and you saw the throws this guy could make, it was like, all right, like this guy's like, he's just on another level. Yeah, it's, it's pretty clear. And, and you saw it last night. Uh, it was, it was clear as day to me. I was just like, Terod Taylor's being so indecisive and, and then in comes Baylor, uh, Baker and he's just throwing it in tight windows and, and basically throwing caution to the wind. And, and I was and, like, and is, it, is it that simple? Is decisiveness the, the key to quarterback? You know, and it energizes the entire, oh, the that, entire team. The, the, well, the stadium started going nuts. The team started going nuts. And look, they came back and win. They, and won. Um, but he might not start this week, by the way. That's ridiculous. How, I think how laughable most, is that? The most overrated thing in the NFL is sitting first-round pick quarterbacks for uh, any period I, of time. See, I disagree with that. Uh, I don't. I think we've seen a lot of guys get it's, in there way too early. It's changed. Well, it, I mean, you have to have an it depends offensive who it line. Is. It depends who it is, but I, I think that in this day and age... Coaches don't have five-year plans. They have two-year plans. Well, I mean, and these guys, it's changed. These guys, the day after draft day, are in the facility with the team playbook going to, yeah. you know, it's, it's not like it but, was in the 80s with uh, Jim McMahon, you know, strolling yeah. in uh, super sexified, you know. Well, when you take a guy like, let's say, Josh Freeman, let's use him as, as yeah, an example. Yeah, but he wasn't a first-round pick. He I'm was a first-round pick. Oh, he was back end of the first? He was like middle first. Yeah, he was like 17th or, or 18th. Or like, even take like Christian Ponder or like a guy... Like Teddy Bridgewater, who actually had success in his rookie year, but um, albeit it was like the very end of the season. But did if you, Gruden take Freeman? No, no, he Gruden was never. Gruden's right. never taken a first uh, quarterback in the first round, but because he sucks. You take a guy like that. Um, I think uh, he was picked seventeen. Wow. Yeah. So you forgot you take, about that. You take a guy like that, and a and a coach knows he only really has two years, and he doesn't want to take a guy that really should sit and learn, and it was kind of well, a reach, but as a talent. And let him sit, so they rush him in there because they don't want to see uh, them get fired and another coach come in and flourish with the quarterback they drafted that they never used. That so, was 2009. A lot I, of I think stuff has even changed since then. I think colleges are running more pro style offenses. I think these guys are in yeah, there. We with, still see so many busts. We still see guys. Yeah, well, that yeah that's never going to stop. But yeah, when you but have think, a Baker Mayfield. Last night was a perfect example. What well, the hell are you doing with t- biding your time with Tarod Taylor? Yeah, when you look, when you're the first overall pick, it's one thing. When you're I'm Sam talking, Darnold, he looks good. I'm talking like when you draft a guy, you know, ten or later. I don't have a problem with you sitting the guy. Well, Josh Allen shouldn't be playing because the, the, because the, the Bills, Bills are still not don't an win. NFL. They're not an NFL football team. They 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 they're as hard up for wide receivers as we are, and they cut a guy. Yeah, that, so that tells you all you need to know about their their mindset right now of winning. So, is it safe to, that we can call Doug P. NFL influencer Doug Peterson now after last night's two point conversion? Let's uh, let's play the play and, and see if you recognize it as a uh, a pretty famous Philadelphia play. Little trick play. Cleveland, Cleveland, I'm really calling that one. <laughs> it has tied this game. As Mayfield is there for the catch and the left-handed throw by Landry. Yeah, that would be called the... Philly Philly. Yes, they ran the Philly special reversed last night uh, so that Jarvis Landry could throw left-handed and went to the uh, you know the left side of the end zone instead of the right side of the end zone. And yes, Doug P now has done it himself twice, and now the Browns use it on, on a two-point conversion to tie a game up in a crucial spot last night. Doug P's officially influenced the NFL. Those are words I never thought I would say or hear. I should say <laughs> uh, when he was hired. 
But no, and, I, I was and, glad. I was glad the, the, that Aikman and Buck at least acknowledged the fact that that is a, le- a legitimate ripoff from the Philly Philly play. Uh, I think those two have become my favorite announcers, though. Oh yeah, they, I mean they've been up there for me for a while. I, I liked Alan Chris for a while. I think Al's lost a little bit of his fastball lately. Al Al's and worst Chris, game was the Super Bowl. Yeah, both of them. They were horrible. Their yeah. their energy and they had like a lack of excitement on top of everything else. Chris and, Chris still can't figure out how the Corey Clement was a touchdown. Or Zach Ertz was a touchdown. Yeah, it, it's like it broke his brain. I think that game. You're you're literally smashing your head against a wall listening to him say, "I I don't know. I mean that ball's moving." It's like, dude, come on. Well, ultimately, and then nobody the last and then, the and then the last call of the game was atrocious. Yeah, and I, the game is over. Yeah, I played it back a couple of weeks ago. You know, at the start of the season, and I was just like, "Oof." This sucks. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> so bad. That's our Super Bowl winning call that we have for all eternity? Like, ugh. Yeah, Buck and Aikman for me are, are number one. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it's it's a little different what seeing we, them on Thursday nights. Who do we get tonight, uh, this week? We get Chris Myers and the Moose. All right, let's... Uh, I think that's a B squad. Yeah, right? I, I would take that over what I we like had last Moose. week. Uh, Chris Myers doesn't do much for me. He's vanilla. Yeah, he's fine. You know, he's not good, he's not bad. I, I'm... I'm not a huge fan of what we had last week with the Barber Brothers. Huge fan? I, I, I'd rather... Um, You're trying to think of something that FCC worthy. <laughs> like, yeah. like FCC will, yeah, like will wanted, allow you to say. I wanted to say some vulgar stuff. You'd rather like, like stick hot coals in your eardrums? Yeah. I, I seriously considered muting the game last weekend. It was, you, I mean, you could have because we were doing, you know, we doing on-air... Like, uh, yeah, I was away from no, my, I understand. I understand. my comfort zone in my own house. Hey, I support you. You don't support me. It's fine. We're going to move on from that. You um, would have been better than Tiki Barber. I, honest to God, I could not have been worse. No, no, you couldn't have. I, I could not have been worse. I mean, you, you, you combine both Barber brothers and then... Uh, it was football it, waterboarding. Yeah, Kenny Kenny Albert uh, is very knowledgeable on all sports. Uh, he's just his voice. I, yeah, I'm him. out. I'm out. Me as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we get the B squad this weekend. That's fine. I like Moose, even though he didn't text me back this week. I tried to get him as a guest, but whatever, Moose, I'll, I'll get over it. It's okay. Maybe he's on the elliptical right now listening. It's all right, Moose. I know you're a busy man, but, you know, text me back. All right, so how's this game uh, play out? <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I don't think Carson's going to skip much of a beat. I really don't. I think maybe if, if there is a... Uh, a beat to skip. It's uh, it's maybe next week. I think he's going to be riding a little bit of a high. I think he's probably been studying for this game for an entire month. I think he'll know every single tendency that the Colts have. You know, they're not a great defensive team by any means. And I think he's going to have a good day. And I think Zach Ertz and, and Nelson are going to have uh, big days. And I think they win. I think they cover. But I think it's something around maybe a 10-point win. I need to see him get hit. I feel a lot better get hit. when he gets hit. But I think he's going to come out with so many emotions that it's really possible he comes out and goes three and out. And he just misses some throws really early on. See, I think he's just going to come on and be Carson. I really, like, it came over me the other day. I was like... This guy's special. We're not used to really special is, at that at that position. Like something tells me he's just going to come out and look like Carson, the MVP again. Yeah, I I, I went back yesterday and, and started watching uh, like Carson Wentz highlights on YouTube. He's pretty good. 
It's like the plays this guy makes. It's um, his intelligence, his gunslingerness. Really, then, it's, it's like a spidey sense that he has. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, you see him roll out and, and just know when to evade a tackler. His awareness is great, and yeah. that's another key to being a quarterback. I mean, you look at the, the, the touchdown to Corey Clement in the back of the end zone against Washington. It was incredible. I mean, he's getting hit, not even looking that way. And as he's getting hit, oh, the one at home, last yeah, yeah. second, just throws Nobody it. Nobody saw it. Literally, to the corner of the end zone where only Corey could have caught it. And it was like, that might be one of the best throws I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, he had probably three to five throws last year where I went, that was the best play I've ever seen a quarter, Eagles quarterback make. Yeah. And I know, like, I don't know about you, but for me, at least, uh, a lot of times I, I kind of do the woe is me with this, with this city of like, why can't we have yeah, track? All the you time. Know, why can't we. You know, I still do it. I go. Carson Wentz's career uh, is going to be injury riddled, and will he'll never live up to his yeah. full potential. So I still have that in me. It's always, it's always that like the what was me stuff. But that's, I was that's able, in our DNA, Pat. I, that's not oh, going anywhere. I agree, one hundred percent. For all look, you you have twenty five straight even years with of the losing. Super Bowl. Yeah, we're not getting over that one. Yeah, twenty five straight years without without a championship. It's it's gonna be it's gonna happen. But um, when I was watching these highlights, I was able to sit back and go, "Holy crap! Like we we could have it." He's ours. Yeah, like like we finally have something where the the rest of the NFL is jealous of Car- what we have. Yeah. Car- and watching the Browns last night, I kept going, "You stupid idiots! You passed on that guy." I mean, they, <laughs> that that and and then to come out and we alluded to it earlier, but to come out and Hugh Jackson goes, "Well, I got to watch the tape, dude. You're two thirty two and one yeah. in your past however and many you games. Just, you just had a guy energize an entire city. You're starting him. Don't even lie to us. Yeah, I I'm not a Hugh Jackson guy at all. And well, he was proof, he, he was in the the running here momentarily. When you look back on it, it's Hugh and McAdoo and Adam Gase and Doug. Harry, Harry was a big Hugh Jackson fan. I think a lot of people were. I was not. I and watching Hard Knocks did nothing to change my opinion on Hugh Jackson. I oddly had no real opinion on those four. I just knew I didn't want Gruden. I um, yeah, me me and you are the are like the champions of the anti Gruden game. Yeah, I will die time. on that hill. Oh, me too. I think he's atrocious and I love the fact they're losing games and they're losing games because they don't have a pass rush and God, if they could only find a guy like, I don't know, let's say yeah, Khalil Mack that they could throw yeah. in there, maybe they would win some games. John but. Gruden makes more money than Khalil Mack. What what I love about the John Gruden and I know we're kind of sidebarring right now, but I love what I love about the John Gruden thing is that the the John Gruden defenders will say, Well, you can't pay a guy ninety million. Hey, moron, if he had picked up the phone when he got hired back in February, he wasn't going to have to pay a guy $90 million. Yeah. You know, but when Beckham gets the contract, when Aaron Rodgers gets the contract, and then finally when Aaron Donald gets the contract, that bumps him up every single time. Khalil Mack was sitting at home going, all right, price just went up. Yep. And your quarter and your, your coach wouldn't even pick up the phone and make the phone call. That's what, that's what kills me about this whole situation. Yeah, yeah. 5 a.m. hours brought to you by Car Gurus. Go to CarGurus.com today to find great deals from top-rated dealers near you. That's C-A-R-G-U-R-U-S.com. And yesterday there was some some other news that happened in town, and that was the Sixers. Well, first let's get to the Phillies. Yeah, uh, uh, we can we can taps it up for them. I think I'll have it on my board, but yeah, you, know, yeah, you know the song. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, you know, I thought they had a chance last night. An old fat faced Tommy Hunter comes in and, and blew well, it. Well, to be fair. I well, think was, Jorge Alfaro. I think it was Luis Garcia before that. And yeah, then Tommy was, Hunter came yeah. in. Or was it Tommy Hunter and then Luis Garcia came in? It and was like Tommy and then Luis, I believe. Okay. But uh, Jorge Alfaro doesn't isn't able to block a pretty standard ball that most major league catchers are able to without even thinking about. 
And here we are. Carson, Carson Wentz would have blocked that ball. Carson Wentz would have blocked that ball. And, you know, they had they had a momentary glimpse. Look, if you steal game one of four-game series down there, you got a shot. You know, maybe it shoots a little lifeblood into the, into the clubhouse. And you take three or four from the Braves, and you give yourself a chance the final seven, six games of the year. They were not able to do that, and I think that was the nail in the coffin last night. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm appreciative of what they were able to do this yes, season it, because they got us the football season, and for a, a lot of people, that's all that matters. But they, to me at least, they way overachieved. I never expected them to have this much success. I mean, the last two months have been pretty, pretty dreadful, and the shoe has definitely dropped, and they've come down to earth. But look, I mean, they, they gave us good baseball, and they gave us hope. And there's hope yeah, for the they future. gave us some bad baseball, and I don't know if there's as much hope as there once was, though. I think I think they're with the amount of money they have, and with all the with all the rumors swirling about what they're going to do in free agency, I've the utmost confidence that John Middleton will go out and spend. I mean, oh, I'm he, not worried about the free agency part. I'm just talking about the pieces they already have in house. I don't think well, you can rely on as many guys as you once thought. You add a Machado, you add a Harper, you add both. Immediately, that changes a lot. That changed a whole lot, but well, there's a possibility, and I don't hate it that possibly Carlos Santana might be able to play third for you next year, and you get Reese back into the the first base role, and yeah, but then what do you do with Franco? Bye. I don't know. He's one of the guys that performed this year. He's, yeah, he's, he's so frustrating because he's Doctor Jekyll, Mister. Yeah, Hyde. I mean he he one performed month, this year. One month you're like this guy's a keeper, and the next month you're like I don't want to hear about exit velocity ever again. Yeah, but you have uh, I think the only two, oh, maybe I'll go three certainties you have are Reese Nola and Sir Anthony. Well, and Kingery signed long term. Well, yeah, he signed long time. Or I don't I don't know how. I I think they're gonna look to get rid of Crawford. Yeah, I think they'll look to get rid of Hernandez. It gets you a sack of balls. Yeah, no, I understand you're not going to get much. I mean, the guy I mean, was Kingery's a former top okay. prospect. I'm not trying to like poo-poo him, but, but I don't feel like he's a cornerstone of the franchise that they don't they can't succeed without. I I, I think I look at Scott Kingery, Kingery this year like I looked at Dansby Swanson for the Braves last year, where he just needs to get his feet wet. He, yeah, no, a I lot think of he's times still got a expect, chance to be good. But a lot of times we expect guys to just come in and have an immediate impact. Keep in mind, he was playing a lot of different positions to start the season. I think he's focusing yeah. a lot more on that than he is Probably. You know, on, at the plate. But I don't have confidence to say he's a cornerstone piece. No, I'm not saying he's a cornerstone piece. I'm just saying he will yeah, absolutely no, yeah, 100% be here. And I, I expect just, the organization to go out and trade Hernandez to open up a spot for him at second base. Yeah, let's sneak in Pat and Nambler real quick before the break. What's up, Pat? Yo, Pat. Hey, Ed. Uh, Egan. Yeah, what's, what's going on? What's going on, buddy? Hey, hey, listen, I've been pumped up for this game. I'm waiting for the Wentz wagon to come back full tack. I'm waiting for that man to unleash hell on these boys what on do you, What are you doing Sunday, Pat? What's the plan? Uh, probably going to do some uh, chores for the wife, as usual, yeah. and then stay with the kids. Unfortunately, I don't go out this weekend. Yeah, you got but, a routine uh, with the kids or anything? You guys watch at home, get some food? Yeah, we're going yeah, we're gonna, uh, to pick it up a little bit. We're going to flop it up at the asshole. Nice. Uh, but uh, I've been excited this whole week, even though the Phillies have been stinking it up. I've been watching that car hard, too, and he's been he's a puck monster. He's like the cookie monster. He's talking, he's been tossing <laughs> the cookie Yeah, he, he, looks, he looks really good. But he's not going to start this No, season. no, he won't, and but it, he looks good. Yeah. And it's a shame, too, because that kid should be starting. I, I argue with it. Yeah, yeah I, just, I disagree with week, that. But, oh, well. 
But anyway, back to the Eagles, man. I am so fired up for Carson. He is going, like I said, he's going to leave hell, and he's going to bring us to the W this weekend. We're back to the Super Bowl champions with that man. Nice. Pat, thanks for the call, man, and I don't disagree at all. I do think he's going to unleash hell on the on the Colts on Sunday. Uh, he's Pat Egan. I'm Jamie Lynch. You're listening to the Fanatic at 5, Fanatic Sports Times 523. The Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Well, I talk about my lawn a lot because it's important that it looks good year-round. The summer takes a toll on a lawn. The baking sun makes the grass dormant so it doesn't grow as green and fast. And the ridiculous rain we had this season makes everything grow, especially the weeds. That's why I use my guys in natural lawn. Fall is the perfect time to establish and thicken your lawn. Aeration removes small plugs of soil to help your lawn breathe. Now you'll notice the grass grow thicker and greener and ultimately overtake the weeds by simply having more grass than weeds. Regardless of where you live and how your lawn currently looks, Natural Lawn's limited time offer will restore your lawn's health and beauty. Schedule Natural Lawn's full service program and they will seed your lawn free of charge. The number is 800-FREE-SEED. That's 800-F-R-E-E-S-E-E-D. Choose my lawn care company, Natural Lawn of America, greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. Ram Power Days have arrived, which means great deals on the all-new Ram 1500 and the Ram 3500, just in time for football and tailgating season. 1500's available legendary Hemi engine gives you Hall of Famer power. And with 3500's best-in-class 30,000-pound fifth-wheel towing, you can haul enough heavy cookware and food for a whole starting lineup. Hurry in for great deals during Ram Power Days and see why more people are switching to Ram trucks than ever before. Now, well-qualified current lessees of competitive vehicles get a low-mileage lease on the 2018 Ram 1500 Express Quad Cab 4x4 with a V6 engine for $149 a month for 24 months with $2,999 do-it signing. Tax title license extra. When properly equipped, class based on 350-3500 pickups since 2010. Based on IHS market U.S. household methodology and FCA segmentation of conquest data from U.S. new vehicle registrations for CYE 2010 to 2016, call 1-877- 7 Ram 5722 for details. Requires dealer contribution to lease the U.S. Bank. Excludes author FCA vehicles. 25 cent charge for each mile over 20,000. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 10-1. Rich Eisen here. If you haven't seen the Honda Accord yet, get ready. Because it's going to wow you. It's been totally redesigned with a stunning exterior and beautiful style details. It also has cutting-edge technology like an available wireless phone charger and an available head-up display that puts information right in front of you. Plus, the Accord now comes with standard Honda Sensing, a set of safety features that can help you out on the road. I know you're going to love it, so visit your local Honda dealer and check out the most sophisticated Accord yet. Pay off credit card debt with a personal loan from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Life can add up quickly, like when your youngest needed braces the same week as your oldest tuition was due. And then you got hit with a vet bill for the real baby of the family. Debt happens. It's how you get out that counts. Get a personal loan from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Fixed interest rates, monthly payment options, and no fees, ever. Learn more at Marcus.com. Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Fanatic Philly Sports Talk. Now one hour earlier with Aton Shander and Jamie Lynch. The Fanatic at 5. Weekday mornings at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Rick, are you trying to tell me that there's a party in your pants and I'm invited? Yeah, I think we're all invited on Sunday. That is a great, great poll by you. Yeah. What what does it say about me when I hear party? I think Brick Tamlin and Pants Party. Means I got issues. No, I don't think that means that you have issues at all. I think it means you're a well-rounded individual. Uh, But yes, Sunday is going to be... Awesome. I am doing the 9 o'clock hour that morning, and I'm just going to be... I don't even think I'll need coffee on Sunday. Number 11 will be my coffee. Oh, bro, you'll come on and just give out the phone number, and it'll light up. Uh, I can't wait. It's going to be such an exciting That'll day. That'll be the easiest show you ever do. Nobody cares about fantasy football, obviously, but I, I do enjoy talking about certain matchups. And Like, if you ask me a question, so-and-so or so-and-so versus whoever, you know, I kind of enjoy that conversation a little bit. So I've had Carson Wentz as a keeper. And I took Russell Wilson in the fourth round this year in hopes that I could eventually trade Russell Wilson down the line. I didn't think I was going to start Wentz week one of his return. I thought I was going to give him a week to kind of knock the rust off. I'm starting Carson Wentz over Russell Wilson this week. Russell Wilson has the Dallas Cowboys. Carson obviously has Indiana at home. I'm going 11. Is that, can you, are you, do you think I'm, Right? Wrong? Crazy? I never have a problem with you starting Eagles over fill in the blank. Like if you're on the fence, I always say start the hometown team because you at least kind of. But am I expecting too much? Um, is, no, we... I don't think you're expecting too much because the guy should have probably won the MVP last year. I, ke- I keep saying, like I, I in my heart of hearts, I truly believe, like unbiased opinion, he should have w- still won the MVP. Award. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Um, Brady won it in 2011 after 11 yeah. and a half games. So, or whatever it was. I, oh, I'm in five leagues, but he he's on my one team, and I'm starting him this week. Yeah, I, I you know I think he's going to have a big game. I think Corey Clement's going to have a monster game. Um, you just hope that this pass rush can get to Andrew Luck because there's yeah just, the offensive line of the of the Indianapolis Colts is dreadful. When did the Tampa Bay Bucks offensive line become um, like world beaters? What well, that's we? my point is is <laughs> this this defensive line like, and I've been saying all season long that. The Eagles have the best like line combo in football. Jalen you know, Mills, Mills told me that last night. He said, "You know, if they're not the best, they're they're right there." Yeah, you you look. You, you might I, have a team that has to be like, "Well, where are they versus the box?" You <laughs> might have a team that has a better offensive line. You might have a team that better has a better defensive line. But nobody has a better offensive and defensive line than Philadelphia. And they were they were like MIA against the box. And yeah, as you said, and, like, and that affects the secondary a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, look, no one showed up last week. Nobody. No, it was, Coaches, players, nobody showed up. The the first play of the game, everybody wants to focus on Jalen and Malcolm, 
But there was just awfulness all around. Like, complete, utter confusion. Yep. Rodney McLeod came on a half-assed corner blitz. That that first play set them up for... He had my ire like, last weekend. A trepid, trepid game. Ronald Darby really had my ire. Like, I was more mad at him than I was anybody else. I, I was I was mad pretty much at everybody, to be honest with you. Um, that... That... Poor excuse of a tackle. Yeah, like, it was that he was didn't bad. even attempt. That's where you like lose me is when I just see no heart. I'm not, I'm not saying Ronald Darby doesn't have heart. All right, Steven Jackson. That play, he did, had no heart. Stop, stop questioning the heart, Steven Jackson. <laughs> Steven Jackson, right. the running back? Yeah, well, no, the, the basketball player. We played the cuts yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Andrew yeah. Wiggins. Catch me in traffic. Hey, keep that same energy up. Keep that same energy, young man. Um, I, hope you find, I hope you find that yellow brick road and find you some heart. The fact is, when your best player is the punter, that is Buffalo Bills. That is Dude, Cleveland that kid Browns is good. football. I know, but he's good. My point is, he's so good. Cam that, Johnson, baby. Look, you with, with with this Eagles team, you never should be have to say that the best player in the field was the punter. And in all honesty, you shouldn't even have you shouldn't have the ability to say if he had a good game or not because you should say, well, we had a small sample size. <laughs> we didn't have a small sample size, bro. Like we had so many. So many samples from that game of Cam Johnson that it was like, how many punts? And it was, you know, every every one of them were, were great, but that is Buffalo Bill. That's the thing Buffalo Bills fans say. Our best player was the punter. That is things that Cleveland Browns fans have been saying the last two seasons. Our best player was the punter. And I, I, I like, I, no, I'm over that. I'm way over that. That being said, he's pretty damn good. Come on, man. I was worried about the donkey leg. He's Loser. a punter. I, I, I hate hey, man. I, I can't Flip stand him. field position is a big part of can't the game. can't stand him. He had six punts week one, five punts week five. Punter, the punter's the worst position Averaged in sports. Averaged 56 yards a punt great. last I never week. want to see him. 56 yards, he comes, he comes out, and, and, it, and it, it, it goes limp. Ooh. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. What? Are we talking pants parties again? Yeah, no, no, no. I was just talking my, my emotions. Oh, okay. Uh, my, my hopes go Well, on. the other big news yesterday. What were you thinking about? Uh, nothing. We're going to move it right along <laughs> to Elton Brand and the Sixers here. Uh, the other big news in town yesterday was, of course, the Sixers naming Elton Brand. Uh, well, there was two pieces of Sixers news. One uh, was Markel Fultz related, uh, but the bigger one, I... I Actually, I don't know which one's bigger. I think, I think the Markel Fultz one's bigger. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. But Elton Brand was named... Uh, the new GM of the Philadelphia 76ers, your boy Josh Harris, flew down in the helicopter from New York, hit up the press conference, and then he'll pad it out of there back to Manhattan. Is there anybody in sports in Philadelphia sports right now that is so, like, the antithesis of Philadelphia sports like Josh Harris? Like, that guy that just does not fit. <laughs> I well, just want to get out of this building. That's, that's a great drop. But here's Josh Harris yesterday talking about the new, uh, you know, found... Brett Brown and, and Elton Brand do go way back. He It's a player-coach relationship, but now they find themselves in new roles, and that's as coach and GM. And here's Josh Harris talking about that. So Elton and, and Brett are partners, um, like in every great organization in basketball. Elton and Brett are partners, um, and both of them report to me and to ownership. And um, in fact, they'll be collaborating a lot. Ultimately, uh, Brett is the on-the-court voice, and Elton's the off-the-court voice. And Elton will have, you know, kind of the loudest voice off the court and final decision-making authority subject to ownership. And there you have it. I think it's going to be a uh, collaborative effort in the front office uh, amongst Elton Brand, Ned Cohen, Mark Eversley, 
Um, and some of these other guys, maybe maybe they lean on uh, Monty Williams, who had some front office oh, experience. What's, what's wrong with Monty? Uh, I, he's beloved around the yeah, league. So um, he, he knows the it's, game. It's like it's like I just have bad memories from Monty because when Monty Williams came came to Philly as a player, it signaled the end of the Iverson era. Um, so I just have a bad like bad taste in my mouth about Monty Williams. I, know, I don't want to hear that name. The 2002-2003 yeah. season. They signed him. They signed Greg Butler that year. I have no idea. What Come Monty on, man. Were. No idea. I just remember they signed Greg. They signed Monty Williams and Greg Buckner. Yeah, that you're, year. you're too young for that. And it's they thought they thought that like these two guys would were gonna like, all right, like these guys can can be those pieces around AI, and they were they were trash. Uh, Monty was Notre Dame University. Yeah, took them on a I believe a Sweet Sixteen. That, that's run. even more reason for me not to like him. Well, well, Notre Dame basketball is not Notre Dame football. Yeah, I feel like matter. Notre Dame football is its own little. Doesn't entity. matter. Uh, I like Monty. And I'm that, glad you do. Yeah, I'm sure he's a really great guy. And I, th- I like Elton Brand. And I uh, think we're. Hy- I think we've hyped up Monty Williams this off season as like, you know, this like pseudo low key great free agent pickup in the front office. And it I was. He's he's, eh. He's been trained and he's a he's I from the at, Spurs up the you know Popovich tree. I look at Monty Williams like I look at any. Um, Hyped up, undrafted free agent in you know preseason football. Whereas he was a first round pick. Man, you talk about you talk about him a lot, and then once the season starts, you you never talk about him again. Uh, I just know he's very well respected around the league. So is Elton. Yeah, I mean, look, they hired Elton Brand because they could control him. Well, let's let's stop dancing around the issue. They hired Elton Brand because they were worried. I think that if they went outside, if they got you know like another Brian Colangelo, if they got another guy who's a veteran. GM and they brought him in that he wasn't going to follow their plan. Whereas Elton Brand knows their plan. So you plan. think Josh Harris is calling the shots? I think that Josh Harris doesn't want to get off track from what they're trying to do. And Josh Harris doesn't want to have a GM who sits in there and goes, alright, let's give $74 million to Tim Hardaway. Because we have the money and we have the cap space and we didn't sign anybody. I don't think what? anybody would do that. Oh, no, I mean, nobody would. You'd be a total idiot to give Tim Hardaway Jr. $74 million. I'm using it as an example. Well, the course. Knicks did that. Yeah, I mean, well, they're the Knicks. <laughs> that so. is the Knicks. Well, like, I mean, literally every year the NBA is littered with, like, are you kidding me? That guy got how much money? Yeah. And I think that if they... That's why Robert Covington is not that bad of a deal. It's not. It's just, you know, you watch him play and it's, it's He can be frustrating sometimes. at times, but contract-wise, it can be. It can, very... be it can literally be rough for an entire season at times. Uh, I think that's overblown, too. Other than one game in the playoffs, it can be really rough. The playoffs, let's take out of it. Because they shot he, Bob. He, he, he disappeared. Uh, this, this this is why people hate Bobby Alan, Abreu though because because he wants to go he wants to go their glo- first time he won a Gold Glove and and you have baseball telling you how, what a great defender he was and we watched all the games and we said he's not that good of a defender and that's what we hear about about big yeah, shot think, Bob Covington I think he's a better defender than most people think he is uh, I think he is overrated I think I think I think you're right with the contract I think the contract is. Better than Alan a lot Krav of people think. is getting like eighteen million a and year, and that is why that contract's not bad. But at exactly. the same time, I think he is very overrated. Well, here's Elton Brand. He's talking about the Sixers being there on the cusp, uh, and him taking over now. And and here's Elton yesterday. The 76ers on the cusp is something very special, and the next twelve months are really important. So I think that's why I was the leading candidate to bring stability to our organization in this group that I know very well. In the near term, we'll focus on advancing deeper into the playoffs. In the long term, we'll be strategic and thoughtful in developing our young core and accelerating this team's championship DNA. So it's really an honor and a privilege to sit in this position as general manager, and I'm excited and can't wait to get started. 
Yeah, uh, there you have it. And another thing he talked about yesterday was, you know, how hard Markel Fultz has worked and, and how encouraged he is by what they've seen early on. And, you know, he said Markel's the first one there. He's the last one to leave. He, the kid's putting on work. He got bigger. He's got a new confidence about him. And, and the Players' Tribune yesterday released a sit-down interview with Isaiah Thomas, former University of Washington guard, and Markel Foltz, former University of Washington guard. Uh, and Isaiah kind of interviewed him, and, and, you know, they talked about his struggles this past year, uh, fixing his stuff with Drew Hanlon uh, this summer. And, and here's Foltz talking about, you know, he's sticking by the injury thing, and we just got to allow him to do that if that's what's... Uh, that's cute. Uh, look, he's a 20-year-old kid that was going through some mental problems. If he, want, if he wants to hide behind the injury thing, that's fine. I do believe there was a minor injury. I don't believe it's a whatever. If he's going to hide behind that, that's fine. I have no problem with that. That's fine. But here he is talking about his injury last year. Everybody knows you, you was injured for the most part. But, like, how you handled that whole situation was, like, beyond beyond you being how old you are. Mm-hmm. What can you, like, finally say with your own words, like, about that, not even having to explain the injury, but, like, okay, let's look past that. I'm I'm good now. Definitely. I mean, it was a lot of things going on about changing shots and all this and there, but um, it was an injury there. And uh, for me, I'm a hooper, so I was like, man, this ain't going to stop me. So once I realized I really couldn't do stuff to my full capacity, I was like, it really is something. So I had to find out what it was. And, and we did that throughout the season. It took a long time, which people really didn't understand. They thought, like, man, it just being soft. But, yeah. I mean, it was really an injury. And now uh, I got a chance to just sit down and, and, and pick apart all these doctors. We, we figured it out. And, um, I've been back to work this summer, and, and everything's back to even better than what it was. So right now, I mean, I'm, I'm real excited just to go out there and just showcase, like, my full ability. But it's, it, it's going to be a surprise, really. That's why you don't see me on social media right now, you know, posting videos of me shooting and everything, because I want it to be special, you know, when I come back and I want to have people guessing. So, I mean, this, this is going to be good. Yeah, uh, you know, apparently got up 150,000 shots this year. And part of the Players' Tribune piece was actual video of him shooting. And the all that matters, you know, some people are saying he looks like he's pushing too much. There's yeah, a low release point. I wasn't sold in the shot. Go look at last year's. <laughs> oh, yeah, hitch, it's improved 100%. All that matters is the hitch and the, the, the weird stuff he was doing last yeah. year is gone. He seems to be over the, the mental block that he had from quote unquote injury last year. I had a guy tweet me and say, look, if, if he's got confidence in the shotgun, it's in, all that cares? matters. And he's, and, and whoever, I apologize to the tweeter, but I don't remember who it was, but he's right. Yeah, that's I all mean, that matters. I'm, I'm totally nitpicking. I just, I wasn't sold on it, but. That's fine. You know, he's not going to turn into Steph Curry from three overnight. All that matters is he gets his confidence back, has a hitch-free jump shot, and a willingness to take it, and and that's all that matters. Uh, he's Pat Egan. I'm Jamie Lynch. You're listening to Fanatic at 5, Fanatic Sports Times 542. The Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved and wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most, like your BFF. Hello? Hey. Hey. Just got my iPhone XS. Look at you. Welcome to the big screens. So, you got my selfie? Yeah, like the second you sent it. Selfie portrait mode. I totally like long tap liked it. Oh, cool. So, my hair looked... Like straight fire. What? What? 
What about my Memoji? Doesn't it look like... Like you're wearing the same glasses as mine? Oopsie. Sorry. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile, the most loved and wireless, and share whatever you want, whenever you want, with those you heart most. And right now, you'll love our best offers ever on iPhone XS. Visit a T-Mobile store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE today. Well, with fall approaching, it's time to replace your old drafty windows and doors before another cold winter season rolls in. But if the cost of sending your kids back to school is causing you to put off your project just a little longer, my friends at Guided Door and Window might have a solution to your problem. In addition to receiving 20% off on windows and doors, Guided will allow you to start your project today with no money down and take up to three years to pay it off interest-free once the job is expertly installed. So you'll be able to start enjoying all the benefits of new, highly energy-efficient windows and doors. You'll get an increased comfort level in your home and lower monthly energy bills while you take advantage of 20% savings. And you get the luxury of paying off your project interest-free for up to 36 months. But you must act now. This offer for a limited time only. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Guided Today and schedule a free, no-obligation in-home estimate. The number's 1-877-GO-GUIDA or online at goguida.com. That's go, G-U-I-D-A.com. Honda certified pre-owned vehicles go through a 182-point inspection, but it used to be more. Like point two hundred and ten, the dog hair interrogation. Nice accord, Mark. Bet you thought you could fool us, huh? What's this Labradoodle hair doing in the back seat? Probably from my friend's dog. Sure, it's not your dog's hair? I don't have a dog. Oh, then you passed. You can see why we cut it down. Visit HondaCertified.com to check out our latest certified pre-owned inventory from KBB.com's 2018 Best Value Brand. Based on 2018 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for information. Come into Lowe's for savings on new floors. Shop now for 10% off wood-look tile to give your floors a stylish upgrade. Need it done before guests arrive? Purchase an in-home measurement by October 16 to get new flooring installed by Thanksgiving. Visit Lowe's.com slash floor install to see how. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Tile offer valid through 926 while supplies last. Restrictions apply. Installed by independent contractors. Subject to product and installer availability. See store Lowe's.com for licensure and details. U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for the Yellow Tag Sales Event at your local BRP dealer, where you can save big on new Can-Am off-road vehicles. Can-Am vehicles were made to perform and make the most out of any challenge. And right now, quality costs less. Because you can save up to $2,000 on select Can-Am vehicles. Just stop by your local BRP dealer right now before the Yellow Tag Sales Event is gone. Offer ends September 30th, 2018. Certain conditions may apply. See dealer for details. I'm Brian from 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Two guys? You came with just two guys? All you have to do is point. It took six men to get that in here. What? But all I... All you have to do is point, sir. What's going on in here? Hey, where's the... I, I, I just pointed at it, and it, it, it... But it took six men to get that in here. Is there any chance you could also get... <laughs> it's like 
1-800-GAD-JUNK is the world's largest full-service junk removal company. We are happy helpers in snappy uniforms. And we drive clean, shiny trucks. Clean and shiny and happy is what we're all about. We're happy to crawl through your attic. We're happy to dig through your basement. We make junk disappear anytime, anywhere. Call 1-800-GAD-JUNK or visit 1-800-GAD-JUNK.com. Things are about to change around here. Catch up on the Philly sports you missed the night before. And what's coming up later in the day, the Fanatic at 5 with Aton Chander and Jamie Lynch. This is new. Weekday mornings at 5, live on 97.5 The Fanatic. So the big breaking news last night with Jalen Mills, I asked him who were the... Worst and best DJ in the locker rooms are, Pat. Give any guess on the, the the best and worst locker room DJ? Worst, I would have to go with, like, it's got to be special teamers. It's got to be, like, either it's Jake not. Elliott or Rick Lovato. He chose one of his own d- defensemen. Really? Yeah. Um, See, I, I would have thought, like, Lane or somebody playing, like, country, country music, yeah. would, would drive him nuts. But nope, it was one of his own defensemen. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins. No. I'm, I'm out of Halote Nata, he said, is the worst. What does he pl- What does he play? <laughs> he said he plays real low, like mellow stuff. So you watch Hard Knocks? Is he like Miles Garrett? He's like listening to like smooth jazz. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, and he said the best DJ is Ronald Darby. Okay, so, so well, there you go. That that's what I brought you last night. Some hard hitting facts. He didn't quite tackle, but he, you know he can DJ. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we left off with Markel Fultz and, and his uh, release jump shot yesterday. Pretty absurd uh, that we we're getting excited about seeing an NBA player shoot jump shots, but that's where we are, and it looks hitch free. And they they have a game. Is that tonight versus the Australian team at home? I would or be lying to you if I told you I today's know. media day. Uh, yeah, so, so, so Harry and Jason are down. Then it might be tomorrow. It's this weekend. It's they're, probably tomorrow then. Yeah, Tuesday. The Flyers is, play tonight. Okay. Yeah. So it's probably tomorrow. They're playing the Australian team that's in, uh, and then I believe it's this Tuesday. Question mark uh, is the Palestra practice. Do you, do you have any uh, next Friday? By the way, is the game against Australia? Oh, next Friday. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's what that is. Is Tuesday the open practice? I'm not sure. Come on, man. Dude, until they start playing meaningful games, I I don't. I don't pay attention. No? I, 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 I would, like that with pretty much every sport. I would If uh, you're playing meaningless games, I'm out. I went to the Palestra Open practice last year. If you get a chance this year, do it. Oh, the Palestra is gorgeous. It's I mean, really cool to see. Yeah, September 25th. That's next Tuesday. And to see a, a professional to, team yes. out there. And it'll be the first time people get to see Markel. Do you do you remember who got booed last year at the at the open practice? Uh, yes, I do. Chris Humphreys, former Sixer great Chris Humphreys. I think yeah. I even heard a Kim Kardashian chant. Really? I think I can't remember. You know, it's bad when you're getting heckled by hometown people at yeah. an open practice. That was uh, that was bad. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm, know, I'm pumped for the season. We though. got to see Ben Simmons last year at the Palestra up close and personal. I sat next to Bob right down there on Press Row. And, and this year, it's Tuesday night, 7 to 9 at the Palestra. It's really cool to see the Sixers in the Palestra. It's just, uh, the Palestra is just a gem. I, I would see anything in the Palestra. I always go down to a Penn game every year. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cathedral of basketball. Yeah, I used to go down to the PCL, uh, you know, playoffs every year yeah, me too. when I was at LaSalle, and that was just the best. And uh, the Plester is awesome. If you have a chance Tuesday night to make it down there, I, I would uh, suggest that you do. 
but yes, we will see Markel Fultz in the blue and white scrimmage Tuesday. And that'll be the first time we get to see him in a in a game atmosphere with the jump shot. Yeah, let me, let me ask you, what are your realistic expectations for him going into the season? You've, you've seen now the, the, the quote-unquote the fixed jump shot. I think him and Wilson Chandler are going to anchor your second unit offensively. And I think my expectations roughly in my mind are about 12.5 points a game, uh, five, five assists, three and a half boards, and like a steal or two. Okay. Yeah, I would go a little bit under that, but I think that's I think, I think that's about spark. I think that's a fair expectation. I think if he can give you a spark off the bench, that's gonna be it's gonna be massive. There's I mean, there's potential if he plays well, JJ Reddick could find himself on the bench at some point. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't thought about that. Um, I mean, he would have to really be incredible, and him and Ben would have to display that. They're able to play together well yeah, for that to all, happen. All I really care about is that I never see Jared Bayless playing meaningful. Yeah, meaningful I'm minutes. actually that now that you bring him up, I'm I'm kind of shocked there wasn't a buyout with him. Very uh, surprised. Uh, you know, I'm really surprised actually. There's still time. Yeah, uh, but more importantly, this Sunday is Carson Wentz's return to the Philadelphia Eagles. It's going to be it's basically like a holiday. Uh, I don't know if you're a religious person, but if you, if you feel like lighting a candle for the health of his knee, uh, go for it. <laughs> um, he, it's just going to be Jesus already blessed me, and his name is his name is Carson Wentz. Yeah, I mean it's going to be it's going to be raucous down there on Sunday. Uh, tailgates are going to be uh, have a little extra boost of energy to it. The, the stadium, the fans, and frankly, I think the team is and. Yeah, I, I think you're definitely going to see them get up for this game. I think you're going to see a different attitude. Not that they didn't have that for Nick necessarily, but I, when we talked about this, I think somebody's going to step up. Somebody's going to step we up. We talked about this on Wednesday, but it was very odd that Zach Ertz came out and said, "All right, well, you know, look, basically, I'm looking forward to Wentz being back." Yeah, and and you just you don't usually hear that. It, and, no. and he backtracked it and said, "I have the utmost faith in Nick and all that stuff." Of you know, yeah, we, our we, leader we can stuff. give Nick a, a hat tip. What he did will never be forgotten. He's one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. Yep. Uh, but you know, frankly, I will always appreciate what he did. But yeah, I'll never, I'll never forget what Nick Foles did. And I was at those two games. And thank you, sir, for for your service. And and you got us to one and one, and you held us to Carson. And and thank you for that. But. Frankly, I hope I don't see you again for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I if Carson can come back and just and just show us those glimpses and lead this team, I really, I, I'm I feel you, very. I have this Super Bowl Sunday. I remember calling up the station and just being like, "We're gonna win." Yeah, like, there was this just calmness that came over me, like this sense of. Yeah, we, it's going to happen. I, I had the same exact... I had the feeling when the ball went through Julio Jones's hands in the play, I said, we're winning the Super Bowl. You know, it was funny. As I was preparing for my Camus Grugier Hill last, uh, interview last night, my brother-in-law texted me, and he, goes, and he goes, do you remember last year when Camus had that uh, kickoff, you know, with the touchback? I think it was late November. Yeah, I think it was in the Carolina game. Uh, I think it was Dallas. Okay, question mark. Whatever. I believe your memory than mine. He he goes. Do you know that you? Do you remember you turned to me and said it feels like this special this season is something uh, like divine intervention? And I was like, no. Look at you. And I was like, no. I I really don't remember that. 
But that's what it was last year. You know what I mean? A linebacker comes in and boots one into the back of the end zone on a kickoff. It's like everything's coming off Philly. Yeah, it's just it it, it felt special that's, last year. That's why I I truly believe they're winning the Super Bowl after Julio Jones and the catch it because that is the most Philly thing in the world to kind of get your hopes up and then they get ripped away by yeah. a and talented I, guy like Julio Jones. And I and have. When that when he didn't come down with that, like he comes down with that all the time. Yeah. It's like, all right, everything's coming up Philly. Yeah, and I have that same kind of feeling about Carson Wentz's performance on Sunday. I really do. Uh, this has been the Fanatic at Five. He's Pat Egan coming up from the Tropicana in Atlantic City next. I'm Jamie Lynch. Thanks for tuning in. Fanatic Sports Times 555.